This true first-person story was recorded in front of a live audience at the Fringe Club in Hong Kong. It was told in May for a special top-notch event, where we bring back the best stories from the past 12 months. Katie told this story earlier in the year, and it touched us all, so much so that we wanted to hear it again. And Katie was kind enough to return to the stage and retell her amazing story. You can do this too. If you want to learn how to tell your best story, sign up on our Hong Kong Stories Meetup page, like us on Facebook, or go to hongkongstories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now, here's Katie. I used to stand like this at the parades when I was a kid. And in the United States, we have a lot of parades in the summertime. And for some reason, all of the towns like to end their parades by showing off the engines and the sirens of the ambulance, the fire engine, and the police cars. And they do this because they think kids get a real kick out of it. And most kids do. But me, I hated it. And my dad used to tell me that the reason I probably hated it was for some really scary incident that happened to me when I was a baby. But when you're a kid and someone tells you that you're scared of something because you were a baby, you don't believe it. But as an adult who still hates sirens, I think my dad may have been right. See, I was not yet one year old when I first heard the sirens. But my sister, she was about five years old. And so she has a memory of it. And she would kind of weave stories of that time of our lives during our childhood. She would mention remembering when my dad had to take care of us himself or being passed around from aunties to grandma, or she was given a lot more extra attention at school. But like I said, I was only a baby, so I really had no memory of this, and I didn't really know how to ask about the incident. So I kind of just left it alone. Now let's go back to my sister. I would describe my relationship with her tumultuous at best. <laughs> Like the first memory I have of being a human being was when I was two years old, my sister tried me to get, uh, get me to eat rabbit turds by telling me it was chocolate. <laughs> she kind of has this sadistic personality and it evolved as we got older to maybe I was eight years old, she got really into like pranking me and so she would lock me out of the house at night in a snowstorm when I was wearing pajamas and laugh at me as I would try to knock and get back in. And that evolved to like when I was 13 and I finally got the courage to talk to boyfriends on the phone back when there was landlines. She would get on the other landline and make farting noises. <laughs> but none of that compared to the bomb she dropped on me when I was 14. I think my sister must have gotten more information from my father about the first time I heard the sirens. And I was in my room listening to the latest Dave Matthews Band CD when my sister came in unannounced and uninvited. You know, mom wanted to kill herself because of you, right? What? Yeah, when you were a baby. Why? I don't know. I guess she hated you so much she would rather die than love you. My teenage set of emotions were not equipped to handle this. 
I lost my breath. My stomach churned. Everything was spinning. And with irony, the Dave Matthews Band song, Crash, played in the background as my whole world crashed around me. And as mean as my sister was, I feared she could have been right. My mom lived with my sister and my dad for four years, and nothing was, there was no problem. And then as soon as I was born, she wanted to die. So as much as I didn't want to believe her, it was my greatest fear. And looking back, I can kind of see that my childhood was shaped by that, that I was kind of one of those kids that was trying to prove to their mom that they were worth living for. I became one of these overachievers, and I was constantly doing things to feel my mom's love. It wasn't like that with my dad, but I wanted to have some sense of pride or, 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 or acknowledgement. You know, I became one of these people that uh, got good grades and was the president of the class, and even as an adult, got a master's degree, a doctorate degree, all to just get some kind of acknowledgement and love from my mom. And it's, you can't really blame me. My sister told me that my mom would rather die than love me. And like all of these things from our childhood, we kind of suppress them. <laughs> and you're never really prepared for when they kind of bubble up later in adulthood. And for me, this happened about two years ago. I was walking down the smelly, stinky streets of Shenguan, near the dried seafood, trying to avoid hitting, being hit by trolleys. And I was listening to my favorite podcast, The Moth. And if you like Hong Kong stories, I recommend listening to The Moth. And the storyteller was talking about a time in her life where she had severe postpartum depression. It was so bad that one day she put her baby to bed in one room and in the next room tried to commit suicide. She didn't go through with it. And I didn't hear the rest, because instantly I pulled out my earphones and I collapsed. I wasn't prepared for the weeping that came out. It was like years of repressed emotions had finally surfaced. And I sat at the bottom of a storefront crying for minutes. And lots of people walked by me. No one asked if I was OK. And pretty soon, I started to feel a little ridiculous at the storefront. And I got up and brushed myself off, and I started to make the long walk home. And with cruel irony, in the distance, I could hear sirens. I decided there was only one person I could talk to about this, my mom. Because like the storyteller and the moth, she too could not go through with it. So when I got home, I called her. And she told me she would tell me everything in person when she visited in Hong Kong. And a few months later, after a long day of sightseeing, I asked her to tell me the story. And I sat there and I listened, and I didn't interrupt. And she told me everything. She said she didn't have postpartum depression with my sister, but she had it with me. And she didn't understand it, and so she was ashamed, and she didn't tell my dad, and she didn't tell the family. But hiding it from everyone made her really exhausted. So exhausted that one day she made a decision that would forever change our family history. I asked her to tell me about what happened that day. My sister was five, so she was in preschool. My mom had just finished giving me a bottle. She placed me into my crib, and she shut the door. 
She then went into the garage, closed the door, started the car. But what she did not do was open the garage door because she planned on breathing in the fumes, falling asleep, and never waking up. And she says she didn't remember how long she was out before she heard me crying. And her maternal instinct was stronger than her desire to die. And she woke up, ran into the house, picked me up, and then realizing what she had just tried to do, called for an ambulance. This is when the sirens came. She handed me to a neighbor, and the ambulance took her away for a temporary stay in a mental hospital. And when I asked her why she did it, I wasn't prepared for her answer. Katie, I was so exhausted, I wanted to kill you. But I would have rather died than see you hurt. And I heard the first part, but it was the second part that stuck. She would have rather have died than see me hurt. And in that instant, everything changed. Of course my mom loved me. She was willing to sacrifice herself for me. And in that moment, I stopped trying to prove to my mom I was worth living for and just started living. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. If you want to know more about learning to tell great stories, visit us on hongkongstories.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to share it with your friends. And keep an eye out for our weekly podcast published every Wednesday. If you're lucky enough to be in Hong Kong, grab yourself some tickets for our next live show. Details can be found on the website hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell. <laughs>